1: Welcome to Light Years. Samus Fandiari
0: here. We're going to do a
1: mini pod game preview. I think we might try these for the entire finals. Game day previews, uh, what we think is going on. I got sitting across from me, friend of the show, Aaron Larsoul. Aaron, what's up, man? What's happening? What's happening? Thank you for having me. So game two of the finals. Uh, We're recording this Saturday. You're listening to it Sunday. Game day. Um, I want to start with this. First off, Warriors lose game one. 70% of teams who win game one go on to win the series. But oddly enough, only 47% of road teams who won the first game have gone on to win a series. So I'm not sure that really tells us anything. I I guess my question for you is where are you in terms of the panic meter right now?
2: Oh, uh, we're we're, we're channeling,
1: uh, (laughs) channeling buffet, huh? Um, I am five, six. Out of ten,
2: yeah, somewhere in there.
1: Uh, you're alert, but you're not. But you're not um, setting off the siren.
2: No, and part of it is because Boston has shown to be incredibly inconsistent. Um, so yeah, I didn't. You know, you you just mentioned it, but I think it was. I think it's eight of seventeen. Right, that the road yeah. teams that win game one are, have gone eight and nine. But um, I think there are some systemic things that are are cause for concern.
1: Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I thought these teams were relatively evenly matched. Game one did not necessarily change my opinion on that. Um, It just uh, opened me up to some potential problems I saw getting exposed there. So let's get into it. The the obvious one is the fourth quarter from game one Um, and just generally the Warriors defense. The fourth quarter, they were, I mean, all game. They were leaving a shooter open so Dre could play free safety. And in the fourth, they got burnt. You know, Horford has been killing it from three all all, um, postseason. But when Mm -hmm. guys like Derek White do it, I mean, I'm okay giving him shots, I think, even if he's going to burn you like that. Uh, What were you seeing? Um, I think –
2: I think I mean, the Warriors do this. The Warriors overhelp or even help when it's not necessary Mm -hmm. uh, from one pass away often. So they do this, right? Like the Mavericks got a ton of threes. I'm sure the Warriors have given up the most open threes in the, in the postseason. It has to. I haven't looked, but they have to. They're, all, they're all definitely at the, towards the top of that list. They did it all season, too. Yeah.
1: Um, and I think that they need to make a change. Um, so that's what I was, was going to ask you. Going into game two. Do they need to change the scheme? What 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 needs to be different to avoid that is basically. Um, I think, I think the
2: first thing to do is. Um, Cause I, I don't know that like the scheme thing is really going to be changed much. I think the first thing that I think that. Uh, that Draymond needs to guard the ball. He needs to guard either Jalen or Tatum and clay. Wiggins guards the other one and clay guards horford i think that's the first thing that happened
1: oh so you want to you want to you want to cross match them because do, right I mean, now right now they're they they're using draymond as a free safety obviously historically he's been one of the, the greatest free safeties of all time i think you can get away with that more so when you don't have shooting bigs out there but the way Horford's shooting the ball yep. it's just hard to to play free safety off him <laughs> yes correct um
2: and schematically like the okay leave guys my point is if they do that again right you can the Warriors can say, and Dre has said, did say on his, on his podcast, you know, what I think they were, those, the three guys were like 15 of 22 or 23, something like that, or 17 for 23, something like that. And Dre's point is, well, like, okay, if they make seven of 17, like it doesn't look like that and it's not so damaging. Are they going to shoot 15 for 23? Those three guys, uh, the two you mentioned in smart, are they going to shoot 15 for 23 again? Probably not. But if you give up butt naked wide open looks, they're gonna make a bunch of them. So Dre's tendency to like pre- play free safety, I don't think is, and he's the best in the world at it. But I don't think it is the right thing for this matchup. It doesn't work against pick and pop bigs, bigs that can shoot like Horford. That's not gonna work. Um, if you give up, if they, if the Warriors like say try to say prove it again, they're gonna lose. Um, and you saw Dre in the Dallas series; they put him on Brunson because, I mean, obviously Dre is an all-world defender; he's one of the best ever. But one of his bad habits is kind of meandering away. So I think for this series, putting him in the action, he's, he's the initial often compared action,
1: himself to like a middle linebacker, and he kind of plays basketball like one. But he does sometimes. That's a problem if you have to he actually does, guard someone. He
2: does, and he was worse defensively than he was even offensively in Game One. So I think. Uh, and Clay has a bad habit of doing this too. But if you can bait Horford into like trying to post Clay, like go ahead. Right. And, and Clay also Clay doesn't can't stay in front of people anymore. So I think his size can still be an asset. His strength, um, but he he yeah, beat, he can't stay in front of those guys. So
1: Jalen Brown was a I think yeah, that was one of my big takes from game one. I knew Jalen Brown was gonna give problems to Jordan Poole. Mm-hmm. Um, he gave a lot of problems to Clay Thompson. Clay couldn't stay in mm-hmm. front of him. I thought Clay would have enough strength to be able to kind of counteract the fact that, you know, he's probably lost a step laterally with the injuries. Um, And in game one, that didn't happen. Jalen Brown got him into space, used his superior athleticism, and he might be the best athlete on the floor. Um, yeah. so and- I think
2: Clay, I think Clay Garden Horford gets you away from that. Horford's not going to drive by you. He, if you want to post up, Clay, like, go ahead. And sure. it Dre is going to do a better job staying in front of Jalen Brown than, than Clay did, but he's going to have trouble with it too. But I think it also gets Draymond away from some of his bad habits.
1: Yeah. The the thing that stood out to me when I rewatched the game um, was how soft the warriors were actually at point of attack. Mm -hmm. Uh, And a lot of it looked like by design, like they, you know, they'd switch and let Looney get on to Tatum, Um, you know, Wiggins wasn't trying to fight over the screen, which lets me, you know, know that it was by design in some way. Yeah. And they kind of were daring Tatum to pass the ball a little bit, thinking he'd turn it over. Well, 13 assists, two turnovers. Uh, I think they really need to get into him more. I think they should have they should look at what Miami did. I mean, mm-hmm. Miami mucked it up. They got ugly, they were fouling him and getting away with it half the time. But I'm not convinced that's not the best way to guard him. He's not an amazing ball handler. He's not He's not Luka Doncic. He's not LeBron James. Those guys are like oversized point guards. Mm-hmm. Um, he is – I mean, he's a phenomenal one-on-one scorer. He's, he's a phenomenal all-around player, to be honest. But, like, if he has a weakness, it's being loose with the ball. And I think the Warriors need to kind of press into that a little more because it was too easy for him to just kind of, you know – he he gets the switch. He waits for the open man, and he kicks it to him. There was no pressure in any capacity there.
2: Yeah. So I think the I mean it kind of is is. Let's go back to to the Dallas series. I think, and, and what I was saying earlier about Dre, like they put Dre was guarding Jalen Brunson a bunch, mm-hmm. um, and I think the I think the Warriors need to guard one on one more. Stay home. Don't leave guys open. And if if Jason Tatum make Jason Tatum drive and and shoot twos, hopefully he has a bad habit of shooting some long twos, playing late in the clock. Um, and if sure. if if Jason Tatum's gonna score, you know he can. But if he's gonna score forty six points, you know mostly on in lane on tough then,
1: eighteen footers, right, like then,
2: go, then you lose. Okay, <laughs> but like you have to make those things like they were doing at points against Luca right? Luca's going to get in the lane. He's so good. He's going to score. But if you can make him work for that and not let everybody else get cooking, the guys that can't create for themselves, Horford can't create for himself. Marcus smart.
1: mm, Not really. White, No, they're they're good. They're good pass. They're they're good at making the extra pass, but they're not going one-on-one. Right. So make those guys
2: earn stuff. Cause if, if, if you let those, you know, what are the others as, as Shaq calls them, once they get going, you're in real trouble. Yeah. Uh, because because Tatum was terrible. Well, he was terrible uh as a shooter. But then like you're going between him and and, and Jalen, you're going to get some production from them. So if the other guys are cooking, that's how you give up 120 points.
1: Yeah. Um, so we should talk about why the Warriors even did that. Uh in my opinion, the reason they went with the the defense they went with, which kind of had Draymond playing free safety, was because they were afraid Poole and Clay were gonna get picked on. If they go man to man, um, there's no one for Jordan Poole to guard, um, who's not going to just go straight at him. No, oh, he know? can guard he can guard Peyton Pritchard, but that's about it. Yeah, but I'm talking yeah. the main lineup. Yeah, 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 I'm out there next to Steph. Um, Jalen Brown's gonna most most likely it'll be Jalen Brown is gonna get Jordan Poole one on one and he's gonna go to work on him, right? <laughs> Wait, and, that's so- the, <laughs> and that's what and that's what the Warriors were trying to avoid with the defense they went with. The problem is it ended up with, you know, Horford white and those guys just going off. So yeah. it's an interesting, it's an interesting problem because they've got away with that zone against Memphis and against Dallas for stretches, mm-hmm. which has made Jordan pool more playable on offense. He was not good offensively in game no. one, but like in general, I, I feel pretty confident his offense will come around in some capacity. Um, I have concerns about that too. Actually. But we'll talk about that later. Yeah. But they're trying to, they're trying to find ways to make him playable on defense, is really what it comes down to. It's like, how can we get how can we buy him more minutes because ultimately him and Steph is our together is our best offensive engine.
2: Yeah, I, I agree with that. And I think like Jordan Poole is who he is. Like Jordan Poole is a horrific defensive player. So you do have to make accommodations for it. The problem then becomes especially the way that he gets beat. Cause it's just like immediate straight line drives. Like it just destroys a defense. Steph's not a great defensive player. He's okay. He maybe yeah, but he executes a little bit, but he just is not, he is not giving stuff up that just wrecks your defense immediately. Right. Um, he'll, he'll fight at least. And pool, like, doesn't he, it looks like he's not trying, um, for a guy who's as quick as he is. He, yeah. Is and and is a, is a decent defense. athlete. Yeah. Has decent length. Yeah. Um, but I think the the problem is so the reason I have concerns about Poole's offense is tied to the defensive stuff. No, it's it's twofold. One, uh, when Time Lord's in there, he is so reliant on getting to the rim that Time Lord is is a dude right. that is is going to give you problems. Um, but because he is so bad defensively, they are playing. He, he is forced to play with, or he was playing with Iggy and Draymond and Looney, not all three of them. But when you have two guys on the floor, two of them pretty much at all times, yeah. Then, then there is no space for Poole to operate because they don't guard, they don't have to guard those guys. So then you've got the paint pack, and it's already tough for him to get to the rim because Time Lord is there. But if there's also so much congestion and no space because they're not guarding two guys, um, then then Pool is going to struggle offensively as as he did uh, in Game One. So I think it is. I would try to I think Poole needs to play less, frankly, but I would also try like Steph is good enough offensively to deal with playing with two non-shooters. You can still have a copy. I mean, he's the
1: only guy in the NBA who you correct. he makes those lineups work.
2: Correct. Um, So I would I think Poole needs to just play less in general, but I would also um, try to separate his minutes from Time Lords minutes. And I would try, you know, as much as you can. And I would not play him with you can't play him with two of iggy looney and and and
1: yeah i yeah more auto more clay more wiggins they really the one thing that stood out to me that i don't expect to happen in game two is wiggins only played 34 minutes for a team where athletic two-way wings are at a premium like you want as Mm -hmm. many of them as possible it's kind of weird he didn't play more um and he's sure. the one dude that is like that never
2: gets seems like never gets tired. Right? Yeah, he's he was playing in the last series, he was playing 41 minutes. Yeah. So I weird. would
1: expect I'm expecting him to play more tonight. And to your point, if they're gonna go with the non-staff second unit, maybe it's pool, um, pool, maybe you throw Moses Moody in there or Clay, Wiggins, um, Otto, and you know, uh one of Draymond. Looney or Igudala, so you have one guy who's not a shooter something like that to just get more shooting on the floor to let Jordan Poole get cooking a little bit he's he's gonna have issues defensively but what you can't have he has to at least be an offensive plus when he's in like that's the thing they need yeah, he's unplayable yes to, that, that yeah then it's just like well we just got to cut him from the rotation which I don't think they can do I don't they need to get something out of it this isn't this isn't a 30 minute per game series for Jordan Poole, but they need to be able to get 20 minutes out of him. Otherwise, they're gonna have real problems as the series progresses, in my opinion.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.comslash blue wire. Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com/slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed.
1: Let's let's talk about clay. Clay looked slow defensively. I'm curious to see what kind of adjustments he makes uh, on that end. Like on the one hand, he, he can't make himself be, you know, pre-injury clay. Like he just, you know, he doesn't have that superpower in him, but we saw it against Memphis where he would be overwhelmed by jaw early. And then he started making positional adjustments to at least be playable. You know, like he's Mm -hmm. never going to be quick enough to guard those guys, but figure out his positioning and ways to uh, be less of an issue. I think that's something he can do going into game two and then offensively, they need to get him going a little more too. Um, he just wasn't really in the game in game at one. all. yeah, yeah, um, part of it was because Steph was going early, but um they could have used a little more from clay there. so, yeah, which is what I, I think again, I think um I think they have
2: to put him on horford um defensively because the the other
1: the other thing that well, well doesn't that just, I mean, isn't Boston's counter to that just have Horford set a screen, like have Horford be the man get 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 Clay switched on to uh, Tatum or Brown? Sure, sure. And you're going, he's going to have to guard them, right? Sure. But um, I guess you're coming out from a different angle, than right? But then you're, but him. then you're also yeah.
2: back to right. Then okay, fine. So now Dre's back to Horford, which I don't love, but
1: yeah. It's I mean, just, it takes. It The reason I don't love – can we just explain this? The reason I don't love Draymond on Horford is you're wasting all the things he's good at having him guard a shooter in the corner. It's a very good adjustment for Boston to force them to, like, either leave Horford alone or take Draymond away from the rim. Um, And that's a tough one, but it's – you know, the Warriors – I think I'm coming around on your point. It might be worth it putting Draymond on, like, Jalen Brown just to have him in the center of the action. Because, like, that's where he's – that's where he's the most disruptive. He's got and the gets hands, him a, he's got the And IQ. it gets
2: him away from his bad habits of just kind of wandering, trying to play free safety and wandering away over helping when he doesn't need to. The other yeah. thing you just mentioned that I wanted to point out, Clay for, I mean, Clay's still an okay defensive player. He's but, strong,
1: but, he's but, long, and he knows where to be, but he doesn't. But he
2: is not, he he can't stay in front of anybody anymore. And now he may, he may get back to that. He may be able mm-hmm. to. But the other thing he doesn't, he's not particularly disruptive. And Tatum and Brown can both be kind of loose with the ball. Right. And Dre is going to, Dre guarding one of so them. That so gets,
1: that gets back to my point of attack point. Like yeah. Wiggins can be disruptive. Obviously, GP2, who I don't think is healthy. That I think it, they just dressed him as decoy. Yeah, He's highly disruptive. But yeah, Draymond, he's got some of the best hands of all time. Right, so you might be able to, you
2: might be able to, you know, get Tatum and and Jalen turning it over because they are both kind of loose with their dribble. Yeah, Jalen
1: more so. I um, mean, they don't really have a point guard. That's the thing. That's the thing I keep going back to. Everyone's focused on the threes, but Boston only turned it over twelve times. I would venture to guess they win like ninety percent of their games if they turn it over twelve or less times because they're they're too good an all around team. Their big kryptonite is they get loose with the ball. They don't have you know. Um, they they really just don't have a point guard. If you want to be honest about it, and the reason why that is so
2: specifically damaging to them, and why it is so necessary to turn them over, is why turnovers are so important. Getting generating turnovers against them because that gets you out and not having to play oh, yeah, against yeah. their set
1: defense. And that's yeah, that's the other part of it. They're they're as good in the half court a set defense as anyone in the league transitions transition everyone's right. always gonna be better on offense and transition um let's get a take here before you get out of here mm-hmm. um give me what you think is going to happen in game two here i think that
2: if steve kerr makes some adjustments and doesn't he tends to use series like long like the long play it's a long game and series. Yeah. yeah i don't think i don't think you can in this one so if kerr uh make some adjustments so like cross like cross-mashing clay and Draymond like cross and also um and Steph basically said this in in it he didn't say it ex- uh, but basically said it in his in his post game yeah. like you got to empty the clip now yeah. right like there's I don't know why especially Jason Kidd you know said that he's the best conditioned guy in the league and he's probably right yeah Steph Curry has to play I mean I think 40 minutes is is even a little bit low I think he's got to play 42 plus Wiggins has to play 40 like now um, mm-hmm. if that happens. And I think it's really important for the Warriors to get off to a good start. If the Warriors get off to a good start uh, tonight, then I, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's fine. Um, but I, I think there's reason to be nervous. I also, if Steph plays uh 42 minutes, I think I would like to see play him 12, play him the first quarter, play him his full uh, second or third quarter. I would like to see the first 2 or 3 minutes of the second and the fourth also. Then, then sit it, him for 3 3 minutes and bring him back.
1: Yeah. Um I don't hate that. Uh that was kind of the concept behind the the new rotation pattern that everyone hated in the regular season like never start or close a quarter without Steph so you don't get into free fall. Uh it took him out of rhythm because he was just constantly going to and from the bench too much yeah. but in a playoff series if you're really only going to get him one, bre- one one breath per per half Yep. I think it makes all the sense in the world. I think he plays the first 15 minutes of each And half. he gets the natural break at the end of the quarter anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, then, and then you get him two to four minutes, depending on what's going on in game action. If it's going well, maybe you push it to four or five. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's not, you know, it's like, Steph, get, get up, get back in there, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, and he went to... The, the reason why I like him starting the quarters is
2: because, uh, like, Steve went back to him much earlier than he would have because it was like the momentum was slipping away. But by that time... Yeah. Even though it was only he got him back in at 9 9 something. He only sat a couple minutes in the fourth start the fourth. For a but, team
1: as good as Boston, that little like that little momentum, it that might be it. You know, it's it's the finals. It's those little 2 to 3 minute spans can determine games. Right. Um, they so scored I'm with 20, you.
2: the Warriors scored 28 points in the first quarter, 38 points in the third quarter, scored I think 22 points yeah. in the second quarter and 13 16, points 16 in, the yeah. in the fourth
1: quarter anyway Why is that
2: because steph wasn't out there
1: period yeah yeah so um i want i want to throw this out there i'm not sure how much of a schematic change they should really make in game two some minor tweaks i like the idea of cross matching i hadn't thought about that um what i really do expect to see is them to play with a lot more intensity on defense it did feel like they they played with something like a round one intensity. Like they definitely thought they had the game one in the third quarter and then Boston turned on them. Uh, So I expect them play a little harder, play a little more physical with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, try to force turnovers, take your chances that they're, you know, err on the side that fouls might not be called than being afraid of fouls being called. Yeah. You're
2: going to go go, uh, Legion of boom. Uh, Yeah, exactly. uh, Exactly. You're not going to call pass interference on every, on every And then, And then
1: the last point, I think they, I think everyone acknowledges it, you know, three to four more minutes for staff, three to five more minutes for Wiggins. Um, This isn't, I mean, they didn't play a particularly deep rotation in game one. They really only played eight guys. Um, But they need your are you sure Iggy is playable? Um, I, I, I do think he's playable. I think he was, I think he was fine uh, for what they asked for him. But I think it comes back to your broader point, which is like, do not play him and Draymond and Looney together. If you want to throw him in there for Draymond, since they essentially do the same thing at this stage of his career, I think it makes total sense. You know, have that point forward, uh, who's going to quarterback the defense, use IQ, make extra passes. Um, I don't know if they should be playing both of them together against a Boston team who's going to basically say prove it to both of them on offense the entire time. Anyway, anyway, we'll get out of here. Uh, Enjoy the game, and we will be on Spotify Live after the game. See you then.